Hi everyone, uh, welcome to our podcast um, Tech Talk with Amit Andrinath. Today's episode, we are going to talk about e-commerce. Um, e-commerce is a, a very popular subject. Um, a lot of people are uh, making themselves uh, making uh, working from home nowadays with the pandemic, and also a lot of people have sort of utilized the um, benefits of internet and all the technological advancement in in today's world and um, you know converted their business wholly internet based um, so e-commerce kind of looks into it is a very vast uh, plat- uh, vast topic it, ha- it covers a lot of things any kind of commercial activities that goes on in uh, over the internet is kind of uh, labeled e-commerce um, there are many things to talk about. There are many subdivisions of different kind of things being sold, or you know, there are, pro- there are products, there are services, and then there are divisions between these things as well. Uh, people also consume content. Uh, while you're consuming content, you're also sort of uh, being subjected to advertisement. So all of these things are part of e-commerce, and um, it is it is such a fundamental. Thing not in not in today's world that we thought it's it's important uh, or it's it's a good idea for our listeners to um, to know about it and uh, we should cover all the things that we know so um, you guys are more aware and um, you know what to expect where in in the online world all the things that are happening you are using internet all the time anyway but all the commercial things that are going behind you know the regular use you'll have a better understanding of it so yeah amit thank you for um, coming up with this topic this is uh, certainly a very uh, uh, important topic to talk about um uh, what wh- what's your thought on e-commerce so thanks thanks a lot again renat for uh, such a good introduction um i think e-commerce is quite relevant as you mentioned because of the coronavirus and the whole pandemic situation everyone is working from home and businesses have now realized that they cannot just sell goods from physical stores they have to start selling things online so be it products or be it services even governments have realized that they cannot rely on uh, the old system where they are they ask people to come and pay their taxes or use agents etc so now even the government services have to be provided using digital uh, platforms so through over the internet so like collect taxes over the uh, online pay pay in national insurance especially in the uk um, provide benefits to people pay directly into their bank accounts etc so those things have to be connected digitally so yes um, it is quite relevant and i think the world is now slowly shifting towards that um, in that direction where more and more business is now from the internet that from uh, rather than from the old traditional way of brick and mortar uh, buildings so e-commerce is quite relevant and very hot Yes, yes, absolutely. Um so yeah, let's uh, let's dive right into it. Um how do we how do we want to define e-commerce? Um, uh, there are like main categories of of things that are happening. So, uh, commerce in in general is just uh, exchange of um, exchange of goods and in lieu of those exchange of goods you exchange money. 
So suppose a, a business uh, creates a product, say a smartphone, and they want to sell it to a consumer. So the consumer goes to a shop, buys a smartphone, pays some money to the business or the shopkeeper. And that's how the business earns money. So that's commerce in the traditional sense. In e-commerce, now everything is done digitally or over the internet or online as they call it. So that means that businesses now, uh, sorry, consumers now go to a website which the businesses have created and they search for a product and they buy the product and then they pay for it using uh, various payment methods, payment gateways, PayPal, MasterCard, Visa, credit card, banking systems, even cryptocurrencies. So, they, so, so yes, so that's e-commerce. But in that e-commerce, you have to understand what are they actually trying to sell and whom are they selling so that's important so we'll get into that a bit later but what is your understanding of e-commerce so um something similar to what you just said uh, my understanding is com commerce or anything any any kind of trading activities um which is you know selling an, or purchasing of goods or services um comes comes under e-commerce um and then it is, I think it's a little bit more um, vast in the sense that there are um, some other businesses or some other trading activities that are going on without our direct knowledge. For example, when we go on YouTube and uh, watch a video, we're also subject to watching an ad or two while we're yes. watching the video. Now this ad, um, you know, the ad provider pays YouTube and the person who created the video, um, they get a small commission out of the, you know, the ad money that YouTube earns. So there are, you know, exchange of money, exchange of assets happening as you're just nonchalant, you know, unrelated uh, as, a, as a consumer, as a content, you're consuming content, but there is a lot of, you know, money changing hands in even with this activity. And then in that video, the, the video, um, the, the person might be selling you th something, might be recommending something, and then you click on their link, which is an affiliate link, uh, affiliate links we can go yes. a bit more yes. deeper into as well. And then if you go to that product's webpage through that affiliate link and you make a purchase, the person who recommended it to you from, uh, from YouTube video, they will also get a commission from that. So all of these things, any way where money is changing hands through the exchange of goods or services or this kind of affiliate marketing, all of these things comes under e-commerce. Um, the first thing that comes in my mind, though, the first thing, whenever it is one a person creating a website where they're selling a product or a service, um, they they create this website, and other you know potential buyers goes and buys things from their website. That's the basic fundamental of e-commerce. Now. You know, instead of a person, that could be an organization. It could be government. Instead of the uh, instead of the purchaser, uh, whoever is purchasing from that website, instead of one individual, it could be another company. So it could be a business-to-business -business transaction, or it could be even a government. So, um, so public, private, business, yes. all of these, all of these ways, and uh, in, in any way, money or asset is changing hands through over internet is kind of un, you know goes under the tag of e-commerce i think yeah 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 you you absolutely summarized it really well so yes anything 
goods or services through from a business to a consumer to government any any channel so i think yeah that's that's what e-commerce is and that's what i was coming to that uh, what are we selling so are we selling goods physical goods or digital goods so i mean because everything is now over the internet we have to have a separate demarcation between what is a physical good and what is a digital good a physical good could be a smartphone a laptop uh, uh, <laughs> sorry a web camera uh a, a digital uh, good could be microsoft office uh, adobe photoshop uh, or um, slack so if you buy um, slack uh, everyone uses slack or zoom even zoom subscription youtube uh, premium so those are digital products that you buy and then you have services so services like hiring someone for uh, uh, for creating a website for doing digital marketing for uh, designing a website for um, getting freelance services for uh, tax preparation etc so i think uh, those are also quite uh, important so so you have digital products you have physical uh, goods and then you have the services and these are the different types of things that you can sell over the internet but uh, there are various channels so businesses selling to consumers so say for example um, ikea wants to sell uh, their products directly to consumers they don't want any middlemen so that's business to consumer then there is business to business so businesses selling other businesses so like salesforce salesforce sells their products or services to other businesses uh, uh, which they use for their day to day activities slack they actually are working in the enterprise uh, uh, level so they normally don't sell a individual plan they sell an organization plan so they are selling it to businesses uh, so that's b2b and b2c then you have consumer to business consumers who are actually selling to businesses and then uh, consumers who are selling to consumers consumer to consumer is like ebay so ebay is like a consumer yes. to consumer you sell a product in a place and some uh, someone else pays for it so ebay acts like a middleman so that's consumer to consumer consumer to business is something like uh, consumer to business is uh, freelance services so contract services so those can, can be you sell your say we are contractors so we sell our services as freelancers to other businesses as consultants so that could be consumer to business then you have government getting involved business to government so businesses who are contracted by the government to sell services to the government so business to government then you have consumer to government so whenever we pay tax we pay it to the government so consumer to government so those are the different channels so you have different types of things uh, and then you have the different channels that you are actually accessing and uh, selling over Yes, yes, absolutely. So there are many ways to look at it. Um, you know, as you explained, this is based on the agents. In my, you know, the way I would say, these are different agents of e-commerce, uh, government, uh, businesses, consumers. These are different agents, and you can permute, uh, you know, permute and com, you know, perform permutation and combination to, you know, all of these yes. mixes. You know, consumer to business, business to business, consumer. All of these things we can look at, and you know how. 
the e-commerce evolves or adapts or changes based on different agents being you know uh, in, in the business and then then there is the actual item that is being sold is it a product is it a service if it is a product then what kind of product and you know is it a di as you mentioned digital product or physical product so yeah there are many ways to categorize e-commerce based on so first we talked about you know based on agents um whether consumer business government that kind of thing and then there are what kind of item being sold which is products or services digital products um it's uh, physical products etc so yeah um and then what we also uh, talked about is the business model you know based on business model one is direct transaction you I want to buy something, goods or service, I pay for it and I get the item that I paid for. And then there are like, you know, different business model like affiliate marketing, drop shipping, etc. So there are middlemen, there are marketing person, there are person yes. who's recommending, you know, money is changing hands in different ways in, 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 in that different kind of business model. So yeah, these are the few ways you can categorize uh, e-commerce. So um for me, I have um, a, a, some experience. I uh, over the years, I have kind of dabbled into different ways of, um, you know, um, adding value, creating value, and um, potentially make uh, create a, a source of income, uh, like a side income um, or like a passive income source, etc. And I have looked into uh, looked into many of these things, and also the fact that we are doing this podcast, obviously. We are hoping we're creating value to our listeners and uh, viewers. Um, you know, the, the content that we're producing and we're, you know, uh, releasing into the into the public, you know, um, consumption streams through YouTube and many other podcast platforms, etc. So, um, you know, and, and many consumers, you know, we have, you know, a, a good number of consumers who are listening to us every every week. And uh, through this adding value, you know, we when we are when our video is on YouTube, it is subjected to ads, and then consumers who are watching those ads are giving their attention to YouTube. So YouTube is, you know, um, slightly in, in getting benefited from the content we are publishing. So yeah, there are there are many many of these things that are happening. Um. um the, the most basic way of uh, doing e-commerce or you know creating a, an income source is for you to sort of uh, create a website and then there are various popular you know providers of this kind of e-commerce websites and one of the one of the most popular one is Shopify so you yes. can go to Shopify you can create your own website um, you know buy a domain and Shopify gives you various tools and software software applications etc to um, design your e-commerce store where you have all the products listed and you have you know options for people to create an account in your web page buy the product pay for it uh, and Shopify provides all of these things you can pay for it uh, you can have a shopping trolley you know the virtual trolley that whenever we buy something we use and then have it checked out and then once you have a paid order then you send your physical goods product or you send your digital item electronically um, and physical goods via post so that is one of the most common things um, creating a Shopify store but you can also create 
the same thing you know your own website with e-commerce capability with wordpress or any other web hosting services and there, there are various other tools as well which will let you create a store which will let you create the system where customers can come and open an account and pay you know have payment gateway all of these things are also separately available and you you know a lot of the times they're free sometimes you pay for it etc and you create your website and then you sell whichever one item that you're you're you know you're passionate about uh, to find items to sell uh, you can go to various websites supplier websites like alibaba and then there are other other ones like salehu and then there are some some other uh, called dhgate okay so there okay. are many 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 supplier website where you can contact the supplier for goods you can order them in bulk uh, as as warehouse prices and then have it in you know have it shipped in your you know warehouse or your location and then you know as you sell each item you post them to to the customer that purchased there are other ways like drop shipping where you basically create an agreement with a supplier so you, they don't have to send you the bulk product you basically um, tell them that look I'm, I'm gonna sell one by one but every time I sell something I will send you the buyer information the the post information and you directly post it to the customer that's that's a drop shipping okay. business model so that's another business model which you can implement. Uh, so yeah, there are various ways, and then there are you know then you can create your own website, but then no one knows about your website, so you have to really spend a lot of money marketing your website. You know, if you if you opened abcdefg.com, no one is going to intuitively go there to buy this product that you're selling. But you can take advantage of some of the most popular platforms like Amazon or another one is Etsy yes or even eBay you know there are various these these marketplaces where anyone can sign up and be a seller and obviously depending on the website you might have the different regulations etc but yeah in 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 any of these website you can you know create your store in this website and then then it's a lot easier because customers are you know not gonna have to know about your website if they just they, there are many customer base in Amazon eBay Etsy etc and they will just come and look for the product they're looking for now obviously the given today is always a give and take catch 22 so the cast is that in these platforms the prep the the competition is huge like thousands of people are selling the exact same product maybe that you're trying to sell so you have to undercut them in some way or another you know you might you know decide to do it make it more cheaper but then your profit margin becomes lower and um, your profit margin becomes lower so that means that you know you might not be making enough profit to carry on maintaining your business um, yeah, or you could you know give them more item or you can you know give your customers more services or personal um, some personal touch um, some way you want to be unique otherwise it will be very difficult to compete with all the people that are selling in in these platforms so yeah um, selling through platforms selling through your own website whatever you're selling products or services you can sell digital digital products as well in in Amazon you know if you if you want to sell a book you can go and uh, publish it via Kindle in on Kindle 
and if you're selling uh, anything digital you can sell it on Etsy eBay Amazon in many different ways so yeah the how to sell you know in terms of selling products or services there are you know then there are these two two categories one is you can sell by yourself by creating your own website um, Shopify WordPress um, you know um, WooCommerce uh, these are some of the names that you want to find out more about these are some of the popular ones and then you sell via a popular platform like Amazon Etsy eBay I have done both they both require <coughs> a lot of time and effort to set up initially um, so these are the different ways to categorize in this way but then you can also categorize based on um, you know where, what is your business model so you could get a wholesale amount you buy it first and it comes to your location from a wholesale supplier and then you sell one by one or you can do the drop shipping business model where you you know create an agreement with the drop shipper who will ship the items that you sell in your website directly to the customer as the purchase happens so there are many benefits and um, you know positives and negatives both on both of these uh, you just have to find out which one works for you yeah I think so yeah that's uh, that is really good uh, Renata I think yeah I mean e-commerce uh, aside yes it's it's also important for people to understand and know how they can actually sell something if they want to I mean we have of course businesses that know and they have been doing it for long for consumers who want to do uh, like selling products or selling services then it's important I mean normally what happens is people they go on Google and they search for something and that's how they actually search for a service or search for a product so it's very important that whatever you create you should be uh, searchable on Google at least at the minimum so that people can reach out to you I mean of course if you are on Amazon or Etsy or if you have a Shopify platform they might take care of the initial advertisement or if because it's a big marketplace if they search for a product your name might pop up based on user reviews and ratings but predominantly people search for a product and they go to Google for that and Google then gives them recommendations and rankings so it's important that whatever you create if you create something on your own make sure that at least you uh, do a Google check uh, using the search option and see if your product or service is uh, actually uh, searchable over the internet. And um, uh, whenever we talk about e-commerce, uh, there is money involved and money is um, always a very risky kind of a transaction uh, because when whenever money is involved, you have to think that there is no fraud. Uh, happening you have to worry about the security and you have to make sure that the money has actually been transferred and you are not deducting twice or uh, or like paying twice or thrice accidentally so uh, I mean whenever goods are exchanged you pay uh, money so you have to th think about security um, and making sure that it's a valid payment so there is no fraud or there is no spam orders uh, because a lot of times you can have fake orders see in a, in a real world what happens is that you go uh, to a shop you see the product you are there physically and you pay in cash so it's easy yeah. or you pay using a credit card and uh, the company can verify the um, verify the credit card and then and there they can identify whether it's a fraud transaction or etc or if it's your credit card or not in e-commerce especially when on when you're doing a, a, any payment online you have to now think okay how do I make sure that the order is a genuine order 
it's not a fake order so someone someone is not playing with you someone is not just uh, trying to reduce your inventory so you might have say um, one item with uh, 100 uh, quantities and someone might place an order for that one item um, using all 100 quantity so now on your website the items shows as sold out and no one else can place an order even though the order that actually has come is a fake order and that right that that's how you can create orders or spam orders so you need to be very uh, careful about whom you trust so trust is also very important so that's why businesses they don't um rely on uh creating their own solutions there are trusted solutions and trusted payment gateways that they rely on um and they act as intermediaries and in case there is any such thing you can easily uh, ask them uh, to refund the amount or reverse the transaction etc and it's very easy to manage but i think these are the things that one needs to be very careful about yes absolutely payment is is the most sensitive part of of you know the whole activity of e-commerce I and mean, you know processing payments you know whether as a cu- customer you're paying or whether as a business you're receiving payments this whole part of payment or handling money rather is the most um, crucial part and it is absolutely imperative that it happens with the most secure way so the customer is always sort of um you know relieved or you know have this belief of you know doing online transactions and if if there was a problem with that then the whole e-commerce sector would not survive because people will just be not having enough confidence on on making online payments so because of that even if you are a very you know uh, even if you are just an individual starting your own business you know you go to shop you go to shopify and you open your own store there are like there are you know third party applications <coughs> within spotify and in wordpress in, and in other places who deals with the payment gateway part so whenever you go and purchase something i th- i think you'll you know you would have noticed that the payment page takes you you know it kind of takes a bit of few seconds refreshes and it takes you to a different page within the within your browser and asks you to put your password in so that that basically creates a tunnel connection between the bank that you're paying from and the payment gateway so it's very secure even small businesses have you know paid usually have paid for this payment processing services there are many there square skrill I, i can't remember stripe, stripe. Uh, yeah so there are many of these um who who does this and um you know world pay some of these you've already come yes. across you know through various uh, purchases i'm sure so these tools they provide tools which will help you integrate a payment gateway system in your website with full you know highest level of security so yes it is available and you should definitely look into it more but yes. yeah payment gateway payment processing is a very important part of the whole experience and uh, sometimes uh, i mean whenever you uh, get services uh, you also get uh, so the the models of payment can be also different so sometimes you buy in one shot so you you buy a product and you pay the whole amount then and there or you buy it in uh, monthly installments so you don't pay the whole amount in a one single shot 
you buy it over uh, you spread uh, the payment across multiple months um, and then is a, there is a subscription model say spotify youtube netflix so you pay every month a very small amount and you get access to the services for the whole du- duration of the month and you can cancel those subscriptions at any point of time so the payments uh, the payment methods and the time um, is also different based on the product that you're buying because um, you can pay for a bill through direct debit so it every month the amount gets deducted directly from your bank account you don't initiate a payment the the company directly collects the money from your bank account so that's a kind of e-commerce transaction but you're not doing any payment so it's just collecting it from your bank account directly then you have the subscription again it's again a direct debit it kind of picks up from your account and uh, puts it into their account for any services so it's it's kind of interesting like how e-commerce has evolved over the years um and um the the biggest uh, payment uh, uh, providers are visa and mastercard because they are the majority card holders so normally in uh, any online transaction you do it via two or three different ways one is you use your uh, bank account so you directly transfer money from your bank account to another bank account the second thing is you use a credit card or a debit card but in essence a card so the card has a number the card has an expiry date the card has a cvv number which is a security code written at the back of your card uh, and then it will have some other two factor authentication some extra security wrapped around so you make payments through the card the third option is paypal so you directly send money to an email address so paypal is quite popular among businesses uh, especially in ebay so you di- you don't send money to a bank account or you don't make payments using a credit card or a debit card you just send money to an email address so that's one way and now recently it has come um, and become very popular is cryptocurrency so you don't pay with real money you pay with crypto tokens or crypto assets um so yeah so even in uh, the online world the things are uh, uh, different and they allow you to pay using multiple mediums over multiple payment terms which is actually quite flexible for a consumer because a consumer now has the freedom to pay in whatever way they feel comfortable and they can actually uh, buy more and that's where you have this tendency of um, impulsive uh, buying impulsive shopping as they say so because it's so easy to buy over the internet that you just click a button <laughs> and you buy the product and then you realize why did i order this stuff <laughs> <laughs> yes absolutely yeah that uh, that happens to so many people i'm 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 i i've experienced that myself uh but yeah as you said there are many different ways of paying um you know there are very different mediums of paying and cryptocurrency is definitely one of them we had a talk about cryptocurrency or I'll urge the audience to go back if you haven't listened to it already and listen to the cryptocurrency talk we had to understand what it is all about but yeah you can also pay with cryptocurrency as well as the traditional money um there are various providers like visa mastercard american express and then there are various providers of um you know uh, of 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 um processing of payment uh through payment gateway etc so yeah there are many of these things but as someone as a customer you just need to know um you know the different ways you can pay with 
And as a small business, if or if you want to start up your own thing, then all you need to know that there are available tools uh, which you can in, uh, import or. I think in some cases you might have to pay, but um, you can sort of utilize all of these tools in your website. Very easy drag and drop and just, you know, selecting the settings. And, you know, you will have world-class security from these tools. So, um, yeah, I mean, I would I would definitely urge our consumers to give, you know, choose, pick one. Pick one thing to sell in, in one way and then just implement it you know it won't take it doesn't take long you could if you really sit you know, sit down with with you know with full effort um you could potentially have a workable maybe not the best but a workable solution within one evening um a few hours in the evening and then you have it ready to set up but then obviously you you know as you continue you you know you add more things into the process and um that way you're just making your business more and more robust and customer friendly so yeah i would i would ask the audience to definitely um you know give it a go yes definitely because uh, the e-commerce makes things uh, easier for consumers i think principally because you don't have to go anywhere like you don't have to yes. dress up drive to a location or use a public transport to go to a shop look for a then uh, pay for it and then come home with uh, e-commerce the benefit is you can uh, order online and you can order any time of the day so 12 o'clock in the night one o'clock in the night if you're awake or five o'clock in the morning the shops are not open but you can still order it online so it gives users the flexibility and uh, and uh, uh, businesses they are open 24 7 so it's it's like they're constantly selling uh, which is again good for them because there is never a time when they are not selling. They are always taking orders. So okay, if you if I have a website, I can take order any time of the day. Of course, there has to be a whole system behind uh, taking orders to make sure that okay, orders are coming in the right time, the right uh, size, everything. The inventory is maintained, stock is maintained, payment is processed, everything. But that's all automated. But banks and uh, sorry, businesses and consumers have this advantage of uh, using the website any any time of the day, um, and and it is good. But sometimes it can be a bit uh, challenging as well. Say, suppose you want to buy a shoe or a T-shirt. Most of the consum- uh, companies they give a size chart, but sometimes it's not enough. So you actually want to try that thing, and those things can be a bit tricky and. Actually, now what's happening is there is a whole new concept of uh, uh, 3D visualization. So you have like an avatar. So you you describe your size, your dimensions, and it creates a digital model. And then you um, uh, wear a T-shirt or you dress up. But still, I mean, it doesn't tell you how comfortable it is, how how does the fabric feel, or how snug the tight of the uh, snug the fit of the shoe is on your feet. So yes, those are some of the things that is difficult, and still sometimes you want to go to a shop to try it and then pay for it. Maybe you go to a shop, you try it, and then you come and pay it online. And a lot of companies yes. they have offers. So they want you to buy it from the uh, website because then they don't have any middlemen. All sales are coming directly to them, not through an agent, not through a shop, not through a retail. And that's why they offer you more discounts if you buy it online. So it's actually in the interest of both the consumers and the businesses 
to uh, trans uh, to transact directly yes absolutely yeah cutting out the middleman is is very much possible especially in you know in in e-commerce because yeah whoever is making the production if they have a website people can just go and you know pay them directly which of course helps the manufacturer or you know the the person who is actually doing the work manufacturing it so yeah there this is there are good sides and also bad sides as well because you know the middlemen are not necessarily always bad people they're just you know they they are adding a service you know you, you know the, the people who, the warehouse or the producer who is making a million items a day they don't have to look for a million customers every day they could sell it to 10,000 middlemen who kind of you know eases the load and then those 10,000 middlemen goes and sells to another 10,000 customer which is very much possible so um yeah there are benefits and obviously it, it the point is that now there is option because yes. of e-commerce flexibility yeah yeah so um the companies or the manufacturers can decide which way they want to run their business so yeah absolutely so um, and, uh, yeah there are many uh, rina there is one more thing i mean yes you you rightly said middlemen and it's sometimes in the interest of the companies to have middlemen because they make life convenient they make it life easy mm-hmm. for a business and a thing like a payment gateway it makes life easy so visa mastercard amex world world pay etc these companies make life easy for companies to process payments and they always charge money they always charge a commission for every transaction so that is something that is still not possible to eliminate you can eliminate all other costs but those costs of pay, taking payment using a credit card using paypal or something like that you will incur a cost and that cost has to be factored in whenever you sell a product because these companies they charge you for every transaction so yes you have to bear that in mind as well so if you're starting something bear that in mind that okay you can eliminate all middlemen but these companies still charge per transaction <laughs> so that can't yes be yes yeah now they've become the middlemen but yeah again they will also provide a valuable service you yes. know to processing the payment in a secure way if you want to do it by yourself yes you can but to learn that level of security protect, you know and give that level of protection to your customers is going to take so much time and effort that it's it's simply not worth it um for for an individual i mean you know if you happen to already be a, a savvy person in security network security my baby is for you but for most of the popular or most of the cross section of people who are trying to do this for them it's it's just not worth um doing it by yourself it's it's the same as you know creating a mcdonald's burger by yourself yes you can do it you know you can you know do it fully like the, the every sing, sing, single in, ingredient you can try and do it yourself you know you can go and hunt a cow and then create the burger uh you could grow wheat and then create the buns from there you can grow vegetables which goes in it uh i think one guy tried that and it you know it costed for for him it costed that one burger he actually went out of his way to to create the whole thing from scratch and it way uh, uh, you know it costed him i think $6000 or something for that wow. one burger so so that gives you an idea that how capitalism and you know this having these middlemen helps you as a consumer to get something that you couldn't have gotten as cheap that you do now 
So yeah, yes. they're definitely benefits. Um, and uh, the good... there is also government regulations. Sometimes, uh, depending upon the country in which you are selling, you'll have to adhere to government regulations. And these middlemen, they are already specialists in these regulations. So it's actually easy for you to just start up something. So suppose you are a US-based company who wants to sell in UK or in EU. You have to comply with GDPR regulation and many other regulations because you're taking personal data of consumers and storing it in your servers. So you'll have to uh, adhere to basic certain regulations, payment regulations that, okay, the transaction needs to have certain type of data, etc. So those kind of things also needs to be taken care of. So that's why these these uh, payment gateways, etc., they make life easy for you. And it's actually quite important. Yes, yes, absolutely. So yeah, going back to e-commerce, I mean, yeah, there are many of these um, ways that payment, get, you know, many of these middlemen, but now e-commerce has also opened up the option, you know, to the flexibility for each of the parties, you know, whether you're the manufacturer or whether you're the warehouse, um, you know, uh, warehouse owner or whoever, um, you all have a choice. And it's also massively easy for an individual to start up a, their own you know, one-person business where they, have, you know, create a value and sell it through through online. So yeah, there are many ways. I mean, obviously, we've explored a few few different categories, a few different ways to differentiate all the aspects of um, of, of e-commerce. Uh, one of the things that I've also looked at is, um, you know, the the. I mean, I've 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 talked about. Um, you know the f- selling of free physical products through drop shipping that is one of the things that you can do the other things you can do is creating digital products so you can you can you can potentially write a book with the field of expertise of you know w- whatever you're an expert in you know maybe whatever job you do that is a niche expertise and what what you know by doing the that that job that you do for a few years the knowledge you've gathered you know a lot of other people who might be looking to get to where you are might be looking for this insight information and then you might want to write a book with all of these things and you publish it on link uh, on kindle and then you know people pay to read that book people pay to download that book or even just rent it out digitally and that way you're selling digital products and you can also you know think about producing consumable content so people will see it you know and then you could uh, create training plans um, you know there are some popular websites called Udemy Udacity where you can Coursera. buy yes yeah yeah you can buy various courses and these are these are valuable courses which will teach you various things and you can you know, as an individual one can create a profile and create a course um, something that you know very well in and then you know you can sell courses so these are digital products being sold. Um, yeah. Yes. Um, I think yeah. I think we have covered quite a lot um, in terms of <laughs> e-commerce. Uh, I mean, I mean, e-commerce itself is also related to uh, marketing. I mean, when we talk about e-commerce, it's not just about commerce. How do you attract people to your website? So the marketing is involved. So Renat mentioned about affiliate marketing that is also quite important and then um, uh, building websites so one of the ways actually you can earn money is also if you know a bit of HTML CSS I mean I talked about how to build websites so you can actually sell services to independent shops people who don't know how to create a website you can sell your services as a digital developer software developer to create websites for people 
and that service you can uh, sell it to people and there are many websites at where, where you can sell these services so it's 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 kind of exciting um and it's kind of interesting that how you can sell different types of stuff the other thing is with a digital product i mean this is one one thing that not many people think about uh, piracy so it's very difficult to create a fake copy i mean it's possible but you require a lot of physical effort to create a, a copy of a physical product but with a digital product it's easy to create a copy so you just control c control v so that's why a lot of the digital products they have licenses so you have to enter a, a key or a code before you actually start using all its features and people have actually hacked those algorithms as well and those codes are available in the public domain where you can actually get the code and start using a copy of the original product so with a digital product it's actually very easy so if you have microsoft office you can create multiple copies of microsoft office give it to all your uh, all your friends and they can start using it um, and give the code to them but microsoft has become very intelligent so they know okay this is a key that has already been used so we will not let others use the same key for this for a different id as well <coughs> so yes digital copies very easy to cop- duplicate <laughs> yes yes absolutely i mean this is this has been one of the one of the one of the challenges you know for decades you know in, initially you know in 1990s when there was any software you can easily copy it in another floppy disk and then you know um, you know copy the serial number with the advent of you know things being on the internet now all the softwares now report to the central database about their product key and if there is a duplicate then that can then be disabled so yeah there are many many ways we can do that and one of the things i i, I think is is coming up um, uh, in crypto world is uh, you know the cryptocurrency is all about digital currency that you can't copy that's yes. that's the that's yes. the main that's main, the main thing. technology <laughs> there so there is uh, something called nft which is uh, based Recently, on crypto yes in the news yeah yeah non fungible token it is it is there to prevent you from copying uh, digital assets digital products that you don't want to be copied and i have seen that people um, their artworks being sold now digital artworks in you know in, in using nft so um it cannot be copied because obviously an artwork is is that you know when it when it comes to artwork that actually becomes quite important that you can't copy it because the scarcity i mean you know if if you know mona lisa if that was exactly you know co- what if it was possible to copy it all, uh, all the time i mean of course you can copy it you can take a picture etc yes, but it's not the original but, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if there were like five different originals, that then the value of it will obviously decrease. Um so of course the, any any digital art needs to be in a situation where it's it's unique. It's one of a kind in one piece and that's it. So this NFT uh, enables that and I have seen a few few artwork created by various artists that are being sold for quite quite valuable prices, uh, $2000 and more. that are that are you know being limited you know into just one piece with this this technology non fungible token that is this is one of the one of the recent recent um hot topics and you know yes. our yep. audience should definitely you know look into it and that will help e-commerce 
a lot in future because anything that you require i mean you know creating scarcity is very important in any business i mean you know if you if you you know the fact that you can decide how many items you're going to produce is is very important to capitalism and you know for any business because if you create too many then the value of it comes less i this reminds me of nike nike or you know the the shoe company yes. they, they create different designs but what they do is they artificially create scarcity so they they create a design of a shoe and a trainer and then you know say for example 10000 pieces and then they said that this is this is it we're not going to create this design we're not going to produce this anymore ever in life so those 10000 pieces become very valuable yes. and you know there there are apparently there are actually second hand marketplace of these trainers and it is uh, you know apparently a billion dollar marketplace where various people who collect these different models of shoes um they they you know exchange these things over there so yeah i mean it, 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 you know the, the same way digitally you need to have a way to create scarcity to if as everything is moving to become digital you have to be able to create one piece of something and uh, nft is enabling us to do that so yeah that will that will have a big impact in the future e-commerce i think um because e-commerce has you know so far it has been about products and services which you don't care about duplication because you know you sell the same product same you know shirt t-shirt to everyone and people are okay with it you know they were okay with it even before the age of uh, age of online you know even from the shops you would buy the same you know same same design um clothes before but um you know obviously as you move on you know as you try to do other things like artwork or things that require a limitation on its uh, you know to me to to copy uh, these things are also now coming into e-commerce so yeah definitely a space to watch out for for future yes and um, while you were talking about uh, this uh, shoes I, i i i know a friend who actually deals with uh, video game cartridges so like ah. sega and nintendo cartridges that are very rare so he he has a whole collection of these cartridges and he thinks that okay i mean not just him but many other people and they have collectibles of card digital cartridges of these video games that are no longer available in the whole world so they and they have created now because of the scarcity the cartridges itself have now a lot of value so that's his retirement plan so have a lot of cartridges <laughs> and sell them so it's it's interesting and while you were talking i was also thinking about other business models over the internet like google and facebook they don't sell anything they don't no. ask you for money they just provide you a service for free but there is a catch they actually show you advertisements like youtube does and google gmail yes. facebook they actually use the data that you give them and they uh, show you uh, advertisements so this is another very interesting model where you're you're not selling a service you're not selling uh, you're providing it but you're not charging anything for it so gmail google provides you gmail they don't charge you for it but what they do is they collect the data that you provide them 
and they target you with advertisements and it's very targeted advertisement so just for you customized so an advertisement just for amit sarkar and advertisement just for rinath malik they are two completely different advertisement based on what uh, emails they receive what uh, newsletters they subscribe to etc etc so it's 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 a very crazy world where you have these different subscription not subscription di- different models where you can actually charge sorry provide services for free yet uh, make a profitable business out of it over the internet yes <clears throat> yes i think i've mentioned this in in another talk as well that if if in the online world if you are getting something for free then you're not the customer you're the product and you're being sold so in 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 case of what you just explained um you know google is getting your attention and uh, you know uh, selling it to the marketers who are providing ads so your attention is what is being sold and that's what you're providing them in exchange of the free products google is providing you so yeah i mean it's not it's not necessarily a bad thing yes i do want the free email service i don't want to pay and if it means that i want to uh, you know uh, you know sort of look through one uh, to ads uh, that's, that's that's you know fine. i would yes. rather yes. do that and the same as youtube i mean i do pay for youtube premium but before youtube premium was a thing i would be f- happy to see an ad because that's how i mean youtube has a large infrastructure all of these videos being streamed all the time worldwide they have to have a massive you know data center and provide all of these things these things cost money so if i can get this massive resource of you know Uh, tutorials and informative content and also funny entertaining content all of these things in one place i'm happy to look through an ad or two and give my attention uh, because i am getting something in return so none of these things are bad thing i mean obviously yes, of course. you know the question becomes how they're using our data i mean if it is if it becomes if it feels like they are you know being too personal and you know uh, using our data in in a in a ethically wrong way then of course there is a, there is there is something to be concerned about and you know we should always be aware of that you know i i think we've had many talks where we've you know talked about all of these things cybersecurity etc so yeah we should always be out urge all, you know our audiences to always be aware of all of these things but then again also to know that you know the actual the the you know the business model itself is not a bad business model it's, it's not, not a, like business model <laughs> it's not vindictive uh, you know to to at the base uh, you know you are providing something and you're getting something in return that's that's how business work but uh, rena don't forget that a lot of the uh, advertisement advertisers uh, are actually owned by either uh, sorry not owned but they are purchased by uh google facebook these big companies they purchase the advertisements and so for the small uh, businesses there are not many advertisers left from whom they can purchase advertisements to sustain their businesses so it's it's now a market where advertising uh, cannot be that sustainable so a lot of people are moving to the subscription model uh, the newsletter model etc where they charge a premium for something that they provide where the customers are uh, willing to pay for it but i think you mentioned something about the digital infrastructure i mean sorry the physical infrastructure where these companies have huge data centers where they have um, uh, where they have the capacity to uh, have these transactions uh, in seconds i think one of the problems with uh, e-commerce 
which is actually quite common which you might notice during black friday sale etc is that something is sold within few seconds so suppose a sale for a ticket movie ticket say a marvel avengers film has released and uh, people want to see it in the theater they want to see first day first show and they line up at the cinema th- uh, theater queue online to buy the ticket but because now it's online and there is a priority within few seconds the ticket is gone and and this is again a problem because a lot of people feel this frustration i want to watch this yes. <laughs> and now it's it's not about standing in the queue going early standing in front of a ticket counter and buying a physical ticket it's actually about okay who can click fastest <laughs> <laughs> of course yeah i mean yeah before it was more in control you know if if you could go the night before and camp outside you have yes. more of a guarantee but now it's obviously you know the uh, over time i mean this is this is inevitable you know how, how our society works you know which of our talents and merits are more valued that changes over time i mean before i you know in 1960s it was really valuable who can type use the typewriter the best fastest yes yeah or use the calculator the fastest now that's not in any way necessary now it's it's good if you can code a calculator uh which will automatically do your calculations um so obviously the the merit you know at that time and merit and now is is totally different and it will change it will you know over over decades every decade there will be some sort of change that are coming in and you know people will adapt to it the same way i mean you know automation is taking away our jobs but no no it they're just changing the jobs your you need to change your merit you, what you're good at you need to um basically become good at something else which will be you know if if it isn't automation it will be something else you know and there will be a change uh, there will be a need to change you know the things that you're good at uh, over time absolutely absolutely and i think um, we have covered now <laughs> almost all aspects of e-commerce performance yes yes security, yeah we have next channels payment methods i think it's it's a i think what we have now through this talk um, I, I at least helped our viewers and listeners to understand what e-commerce is and what they need to think about because there are different aspects to it it's not just about selling something but what are they selling how are they selling where are they selling what do they th- what do they need to consider things um spam orders uh, cl- uh, clickbaits advertising subscriptions etc so there are different business models that they can explore so i think it was a very good talk so thank you so much shrinath yes. yes yes absolutely the last thing i just want to say to our audience um, is that yeah of course there are many things to be concerned about but i don't want to also uh, deter you from it um i've uh, it taken me one evening to create an etsy account and you know set up a fully automated drop shipping business using a, a, a um supplier who also drop ships so i have uh, one of these you know uh, second uh, the secondary sort of income stream and it took me one evening and you know and then i i did spend more and more time to perfect it but it is as easy as doing that so yeah i would urge our audiences that yeah definitely be aware of all the negatives but don't be deterred it is definitely the error where you want to have you want to have you want to have a, one of a, 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 an electronic shop of of yourself and yeah maintaining cost there is some maintenance cost but i would say that go for it you know invest that little bit of money even if it fails you know you will try again but the next time you will be so much more prepared 
and it probably likely won't fail if you really you know give a few evenings you know obviously uh, don't don't quit your job based on this um until you're established Very but yeah if you <laughs> few few evenings of hard work uh then you, you you'll at least if you put some hours and some hard work in it you will at least break even the costs will come out that's what happened i didn't put much effort but yeah i would very much encourage our listeners and viewers to um give it a go pick any one of these things products services digital products physical products you know maybe you want to open an account on amazon and start selling or ebay or etsy and maybe you want to you know order something from alibaba and get it or you know you want to just look google dropshipper and find the best dropshipper and do it various ways just pick one and try one yes and then you, you know maybe you want to keep trying like all five different ways and then one of them will 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 be successful so yeah uh, definitely urge you guys to do it and also share share with us you know maybe uh, maybe I'll buy the first product out of out of your shop so yeah share share, share with us and uh, it will be it will be um, quite meaningful to know that someone was encouraged to to do something based on our talk I think uh, Rinath you also need to mention about your book you also tried the Kindle uh, stuff so yes. Rinath has actually published a book using the Kindle publishing platform Yes, absolutely. Yeah, thank you Amit. Yeah, I I I my expertise is in uh, robotic process automation and uh, I've I've been an expert. I've, I've I've been directing businesses on how to implement RPA and uh, you know based on all my knowledges I've I've written down a book and I've published it on Kindle. And uh, again, it's it's free to publish. Uh, if you go on Amazon and order it, Amazon will now based on your order it will print a copy and send it to you. So there is no upfront cost involved from me um there is no upfront involved uh, investment it's just my knowledge i've put it down in in a digital book the same thing you can do you know whatever you're working whatever your field of expertise is you have knowledge that not a lot of other people know and there are people who wants to know there will always be people who wants to know who are, who are at the beginning of their career in the same field So definitely write them down, publish it on Kindle. There is no cost involved at all. It just needs your effort in uh, on a few evenings. So yeah, definitely urge you guys to do that. I I have published a book. Um uh feel Maybe free to I check it out. It's actually <laughs> Yeah, if you have a Kindle account, if you have a Kindle account, it's free to free to read. So yeah, I'll I'll uh, we can probably add the link of the book in 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 the, in this talk. But yeah, it's free to you, free to read if you have a Kindle account. So yeah, um, I think uh, Renat, uh, thank you so much for all that information because I think it's quite useful. And in the end, it's all about creating value for yourself or others. And in this world where there is so much junk, if you can create a little bit of value to help someone, then I think it's it's worth the effort. Definitely. Absolutely. Nicely put. Nicely said, Amit. Yeah, I totally agree. So yeah thank you um, all the viewers and listeners who have tuned in to listen to our talk or to watch our talk and um, we hope this was useful and please do share like comment subscribe to our channel and let us know how you feel and um, um, how you're finding these talks we are trying to keep it very simple very casual and make sure that you understand the topic but you also we also try to cover the various aspects around it through our own experience through what we have read and through what we have worked 
worked upon so it would be really uh, good to get some feedback um, but thank you so much again for uh, tuning in as always and listening to us thank you very much guys see you next week <laughs>